with Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hello and welcome to the program, you have full warning. In this episode, we're talking about Bigfoot and prison planet Earth. That's correct, Bigfoot and prison planet Earth. Now, this is this idea that Bigfoot is uh, perhaps an alien creation put here on Earth as maybe a punishment or some sort of alien-human hybrid program. Either way, Earth has become some sort of prison planet for this Bigfoot. That's the notion, and we'll get into that in a minute. Before I start, though, I just want to point out that I have disabled my Buy Me a Coffee website. Uh, Unfortunately, there was just so much trouble using that site, and I'm not a tech guy. So when I got word from my payment processor that they were unable to move payments from the Buy Me a Coffee website uh, to me, I thought, you know, I really don't want to have a supporter's funds get uh, locked up over there where they can't be uh, accessed. And better just to go ahead and switch over to Ko-Fi. Seems to run a little bit smoother. If things get straightened out with Buy Me a Coffee, sure, I'll go back. But for right now, if you want to support the program, you can link to it from uh, the Spotify site to Ko-Fi. And thanks to all the folks that support the program. It does really help out. And also thanks to all the folks that leave the nice comments. I appreciate that too. Now this article is an old one. It's from HuffPost.com. It's dated July 7th, 2012. It says, is Bigfoot possibly an alien entity? Perhaps the Bigfoot creatures are UFO pilots landing on Earth for exploratory purposes or conceivably higher level ETs are leaving behind some specimens as guinea pigs to test our environment for long-term survival. This is what my Dr. Franklin, rural PhD contributor says. Or perhaps, as some people think, these are entities that are being punished and that their punishment is to come here to Earth. Rather than being a missing link between man and the apes, Bigfoot may possibly be an alien entity. This intriguing possibility is derived from evidence in several solid UFO cases. The earliest clues date back to 1888 when a cattleman described an encounter with friendly Indians in Humboldt County, California. They led him to a cave where he saw a hefty humanoid creature covered in long, shiny black hair with no neck sitting cross-legged. One Indian told him three of these crazy bears had been cast out of a small moon that dropped from the sky and landed. The moon then ascended back into the air, so it's highly likely the crazy bears weren't really Bigfoots and the moon a spacecraft. Now, this is something we have covered in previous podcasts, this idea of these crazy bears. You know, a lot of these uh, Native American uh, traditions and stories match right up with this paranormal stuff. It says, now, fast forward almost 100 years to 1973, and Mrs. Riaffa Hetfield, she and her 13-year-old son were sleeping in a trailer in Cincinnati, Ohio on the morning of October 21st. Rifa arose at 2.30 a.m. to quench her thirst and noticed strange lights in the adjoining parking lot looking out the window. Her attention was drawn in particular to an inexplicable cone of light shaped like a huge bubble umbrella about 7 feet in diameter. Nearby, she spotted a grayish ape-like creature with a large downward-angled snout, no neck, and a sizable waist. Moving slowly, it then entered into the light. 
about five minutes later, both ape man and UFO disappeared. And we commonly have these stories of these Bigfoot-like creatures getting on and off of these craft. Another dramatic incident occurred a few days later on October 25, 1973. A group of farmers in Fayette County, Pennsylvania caught sight of a dome-shaped UFO that was brightly lit and about 100 feet in diameter. As the locals drove toward it, they saw a pair of gargantuan creatures covered with thick, matted hair, luminescent green eyes, and long arms that dangled below their knees. A farmer's son fired a, fired a gunshot at the creatures, one of which raised its right hand in the air. At that very moment, the UFO disappeared. Then the two Bigfoots escaped into the woods and were never seen again. Dairy farmer William Bosack of Frederick, Wisconsin, was returning from a co-op meeting about 10.30 p.m. on December 9, 1974, when he nearly slammed into a globular UFO on the road in front of him, its bottom half enshrouded in fog. Now, oftentimes, it seems like this fog is some sort of byproduct of these things coming into our dimension. Invisible, inside the visible transparent dome was a six-foot-tall ape-like creature with reddish-brown fur covering its body, except for the face, and distinctive pointed ears. It appeared to be operating control panel. As Bossie passed by, the object suddenly arose and disappeared. So imagine driving along this lonely country road, looking at down the road, seeing this UFO there, and a Bigfoot inside of it, messing with the control panels. In August 1976, after a series of UFO sightings around Rutland, British Columbia, Canada, several men and their children saw a hairy ape-like entity six to seven feet tall roaming about a mountainside. They also found a clump of hair that was sent to the Royal Canadian Mounted Police for identification. Laboratory analysis confirmed it was primate hair, but significantly it could not be matched to any known species on Earth. These are the cases that you never hear about on mainline news. Perhaps the Bigfoot creatures are UFO pilots landing on Earth for exploratory purposes or conceivably higher level ETs are leaving behind some specimen as guinea pigs to test our environment for long-term survival. Or possibly these Bigfoot are criminal entities being deposited on Earth as a form of cosmic deportation. Yeah, talk about rehoming, rehoming Bigfoot. Now we'll go ahead and take a look at this next article here. Now, we were talking about Bigfoot in Native American legend and the idea that these things have been here for a long time and possibly these Bigfoot are even relegated to Earth as Earth being some sort of prison planet. I found this article from thesun.com. It's dated uh, July or November 7th, 2022. It says, M.A. Loretto. Really cool. Paranormal Rangers' bizarre pictures reveal clues into Navajo Nation's terrifying string of Bigfoot, UFO, and Skinwalker sightings. Now, somebody has uh, photographed this, what looks clearly to me a Bigfoot print. Looks like it's about, oh, I don't know, 13 inches long, maybe at least, and fairly deep into what appears to be some pretty, pretty dry, hard ground. And also, these claw marks on this uh, garage door where it's actually pierced this metal. A garage it looks like something like a huge hand is swept down across this thing i mean i think that it was a bear if that's not what it is I'm, and i'm not sure there's any bear actually in this area but it looks something like that i mean it is vicious it says bizarre images have revealed clues in the navajo nation's terrifying string of reported bigfoot ufos and skinwalker sightings federal rangers stanley milford jr and jonathan redbird dover who call themselves paranormal rangers, claim to have captured the so-called paranormal activity in the area. The rangers share photos of their findings, which include giant scratches and huge prints on the ground. Those aren't scratches. Those are dents with actually with the metal 
uh, garage door, wherever this thing is, just being sliced open. Now, if it's plastic, it's plastic. But whatever it is, it just looks like someone took a heavy-duty utility knife and just gouged holes in this thing. It's incredible. The investigators have now shared some of the evidence they have compiled over the years in a Netflix article. It includes pictures of large scratch marks on the side of a trailer, as well as the huge footprints in the dirt and sand. So I'm correct that they say this is the side of a trailer. So yeah, it must be metal. Really impressive. Uh, just gouged out marks in this thing. These aren't scratch marks, okay? These are actual just like... They've just torn right through the material. Dover and Milford conduct investigations across Arizona, New Mexico, and Utah and visit residents in the area who have reported the apparent paranormal encounters. It comes as the area has had dozens of strange reported sightings over the years from Bigfoot to UFO to skinwalkers, a kind of shape-shifting witch that often takes the form of various animals. After years of investigating, Milford and Dover believe the occurrences are linked. They found that the more Bigfoot sightings there were, the more UFO sightings reported. But while the rangers claim to have found all manner of supporting evidence and documentation over the past decade, they have never found hard answers. Bigfoot is seen all over our reservation, they said in a podcast called Fascinating Nouns. They're seen in pairs, and they're seen often. Interesting, in pairs. We found footprints. We found hair samples. Hair samples were sent for DNA analysis. What came back was unknown carnivore. When speaking about Bigfoot's appearance, they explain that it varies. Some have red hair, some have brown hair, some have streaks. There are enough reports from people like USDA workers or nurses over and over and over across the entire reservation. They also share that the creature has an overpowering smell. When asked on the podcast if they had ever had any personal experience with paranormal creatures, Milford and Dover shared one strange occurrence. Stan was in a situation where he was doing a Bigfoot investigation and some rocks came flying through the pine trees and landed about 15 feet away from him, they said. They later determined that the rocks, which they said weighed about 15 pounds, were being thrown 300 yards from the slope. Milford and Dover's work has been featured in the Netflix series Unsolved Mysteries. And they got a picture here of this footprint in the grass. This thing is enormous. This may be, I don't know, twice as big as a human footprint. It says the photos shared by the rangers show how large the marks are that were left. Yeah, they're really cool. Anyway, a good article. I'll leave it there at the Ko-Fi site. Uh, you can check that out. You can link to the Ko-Fi from Spotify. That's probably the easiest way to find it. Uh, and you can also support the program there if you want, just like a buy me a coffee. Yeah, really interesting photos, especially this one where it looks like this giant paw has scraped the side of this this uh, trailer with claws that were strong enough to pierce the metal and just rip it like almost like a like a scalpel went through hot butter or something really weird now we'll take a look at this next article now this next article asks if bigfoot was placed on earth by ancient aliens written by kelly marks uh, july 30th 2022 uh, exemplar.com it says it says, people have been seeing Bigfoot for a long time, perhaps thousands of years. In fact, large, hairy, ape-like creatures have been seen on every continent except Antarctica, though most sightings seem to be focused in the Pacific Northwest of North America. Does Bigfoot really exist, it asks? Well, it depends on who you ask, since the evidence, quote-unquote, for its existence is almost entirely anecdotal. Anyone who's seen and or heard of Bigfoot might say yes, while nearly all scientists say no. I wouldn't say that it's all, nearly all. I mean, there's plenty of evidence as far as foot tracks, hair samples, pictures, lots of evidence. Nowadays, proponents of ancient aliens claim that Bigfoot is actually a hybrid animal, maybe an intelligent one created by beings from another star system. 
is this assertion worthy of discussion? Well, let's give it a try. The earliest recorded liter literary account of a large hairy wild man can be found in the Epic of Gilgamesh, a Sumerian text written about 4,000 years ago. Gilgamesh is a heroic king of Uruk, reputedly one of the oldest cities in the world. Gilgamesh, who goes in search of immortality, takes with him Enkidu, a wild man who was created by the gods. When Gilgamesh rejects the goddess Ishtar's sexual advances, she sentences Enkidu to death. Enkidu isn't described in great detail, though he does behave and talk like a human. Nevertheless, ancient Ash proponents insist that Enkidu was an early ancestor of Bigfoot, and they also theorize that he was one of many Enkidus roaming the planet in those days. In fact, many cultures around the world have legends of human-like giants. The Bible mentions them too. Goliath, the Philistine warrior fell by David, was known as a giant six to nine feet tall. Did aliens create Goliath? Some ancient aliens enthusiasts think the answer is yes. In recent times, say the last 200 years or so, people have reported seeing Bigfoot all over the world. In Central Asia, it's called Yeti. In North America, it's known as Bigfoot, Sasquatch, or, or Skookum. Frontiersman Daniel Boom supposedly shot and killed a 10-foot giant he called a Yahoo. Could Daniel actually have killed a Bigfoot? Unfortunately, there are no reports that Mr. Boone preserved the carcass for scientific investigation. Maybe then he was just—he was just happy to have the thing gone. Bigfoot is reportedly six to fourteen feet tall and weighs five hundred pounds or more. It also supposedly has a strong musky or skunky odor. Its alleged imprints in the ground have led to its name. Many such footprints have been found throughout the Pacific Northwest of the United States, particularly the Siskiyou Mountains, which stretch between Northern California and Southern Oregon. This area is often called Bigfoot Country. California does have some remote areas, but for the most part of it, it is heavily populated. There's probably why there have been so many Bigfoot sightings in the state. It seems this huge creature can only remain unseen for so long in such a populous area. The most famous Bigfoot encounter was in October 1967 near Bluff Creek, California. Two men filmed a female Bigfoot as it walked beside a creek. This 16-millimeter movie became known as the Patterson-Gimlin film. Most experts consider the film a hoax. Others claim it's genuine. Now, you see, they have used this technique a little bit here of appeal to authority. Most experts, well, what makes them experts? Many scientists and investigators think Bigfoot, if it exists at all, could be a surviving remnant of Gigantopithecus blackie, a nine foot tall ape weighing as much as 1,500 pounds that once existed in parts of Southeast Asia. This huge ape could have walked like a gorilla, or it may have been bipedal as Bigfoot is supposed to be, though the fossil record doesn't provide enough data to settle the issue. However, this monstrous beast went extinct about 300,000 years ago. Moreover, no fossils of Gigantopithecus have ever been found in the Americas. Now, I don't think this thing is physical. I just don't believe that. I think this thing is some sort of interdimensional creature. And it says, goes on, talks a little bit about some different thoughts here. It says, per the Bigfoot episode of Ancient Aliens, various ancient astronaut proponents express theories about the origin of Bigfoot on Earth. Virtually all of them think Bigfoot is not a creature that evolved on this planet like anything else. They postulate that space people brought them here, or perhaps these ETs genetically manipulated homonyms or apes, thereby creating Enkidu, the previously mentioned wild man of Sumerian myth, maybe an entire race of Enkidus roamed the Earth thousands of years ago. You know, I think that you kind of get into a lot of you, you you get off the path when you talk about these things being a huge population. I mean, first off, we just have to we have to figure out 
Uh, in what form do they exist? I just can't see there being thousands of Bigfoot out there roaming around. It seems to me these things have to be some sort of extraterrestrial or interdimensional creature. Possibly they are the aliens themselves or maybe brought here uh, by aliens. Why would aliens create, in cues of Bigfoot it says, the producers of the program had no definite answer to this question, but they did point out that Bigfoot seems frightened of people, as it probably should be. Seemingly, the aliens knew that for Bigfoot to survive as a species, it has to avoid humans. They also offered the theory that aliens put Bigfoot here to see if the species can survive on Earth for a long time, projecting the option that many more could be brought here in the future. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's almost as if these things uh, aren't allowed to communicate with humans. Uh, maybe they fear us as much as we fear them. Who knows? Speculating like a so-called expert on the subject, one may ask the question, could the Earth be a kind of prison planet for Bigfoot? As the English did in Australia centuries ago, could the aliens have dumped their, their criminals here, and could they still be doing so? Yeah, that's an interesting concept. Could these things been, have been put here by aliens? And is Earth some type of prison planet? That might explain why we have these things show up. They don't really communicate with us. Maybe they're not allowed to. Maybe that's part of the sentence. Maybe they're just here as a sort of, you know, we talked about the fallen angels. Well, where did they fall to? Well, they fell to earth, apparently. It's not that much of a stretch for me to think of these Bigfoot and a lot of these other cryptids as being some sort of alien creature that perhaps has been cast down to earth they're not allowed to really interact with humans or interface with us too much. Sometimes they do, but they're not supposed to. And it's if they're being kept here in this place, in this dimension, uh, as punishment maybe, or as a way to contain them. Now, I want to finish up here with this last article. So we'll finish up with this uh, last article here from WTAE.com, talking about Bigfoot and the possibility that Earth is some kind of prison planet. The title says, Bigfoot, an alien, UFO meeting moles possibility. This is dated October 7th, 2014, uh, Dateline, Youngwood, Pennsylvania. Bigfoot traditionally is viewed as a simple creature of the woods, while UFOs are considered sophisticated visitors from space. Yet, could there be a connection between the two? Speakers will discuss the possibility at the upcoming Mutual UFO Network at Pennsylvania's 7th Annual Pittsburgh UFO Creature Conference, slated for November 8th at Westmoreland County Community College near Youngwood. Of course, this was clear back in 2014. There are two different fields of thought with Bigfoot. One, that Bigfoot is flesh and blood, and two, that he is interdimensional or alien, said Fred Saluga, MUFON's West Virginia State Director and Pennsylvania Regional Director, who was scheduled to speak with Brian Seach, Director of the Center for the Unexplained, in a presentation called Bigfoot and Mysterious Creatures. A native of Luzerne Township, now living in New Cumberland, West Virginia, Saluga, 65, remember this is 2014, is one of several presenters who speak on a variety of topics at the conference. Many of them are appearing on television shows. They include journalist Nick Redfern, who appears in Ancient Aliens on the History Channel, Daryl Sims, who appears in Uncovering Aliens and on the Discovery Channel, and Pennsylvania MUFON director John Venture of Greensburg, who appears in Hangar One on the History Channel. A lot of fun shows there. And Aliens, Mysteries, and Close Encounters on the Discovery Channel. Siege also appears on Monsters and Mysteries on the Destination America. Membership and case reports to MUFON have grown higher nationwide. In Pennsylvania, interest was already strong enough to support three annual conferences that take place in Westmoreland County, Erie, and Philadelphia. We get six cases a week, about 300 a year, said Ventra. That's amazing. 
300 cases of Bigfoot sightings alone in one state every year, but the shows make it easier for people to discuss their own experiences. Quote, I think people who are starting to come out now with shows like Hangar One, said Saluga, 65, a former police officer who's starting a group called the Bigfoot Research Project in Pennsylvania. Before, everyone was afraid to say anything. The more you get into this, you realize there's so much in the world we don't understand. That is so correct. MUFON has been investigating unexplained occurrences since its founding in 1969. Pennsylvania is one of the biggest states for reports, said Bob Behanna, 39, of Uniontown, who is State Section 6 Director for Pennsylvania MUFON, as many of these cases involve Bigfoot. Fayette County has been notorious for Bigfoot sightings for many years, said Saluga, noting people have made reports in Uniontown, Dunbar, and along the Chestnut River. But a Bigfoot creature has never, has never been captured, which leads some to wonder if it might be a ghost or an alien. It's like someone put him down and then picked him up. Is that possible for a flesh and blood animal? Asked Saluga. If you think about it, we'd have found something if it was flesh and blood, said Banna. Well, we have found we have found hair samples and we have found tracks. To further that argument, investigators say there are incidents where Bigfoot and a UFO have been seen in the same area. Now, this is something that seems to be almost common now. One happened in the countryside near Uniontown on October 25, 1973, when witnesses saw a glowing object in the sky that landed in a pasture and two Bigfoot creatures came out of the woods. In another Fayette County episode that took place in the mountains in 1974, a woman reported shooting a Bigfoot that she discovered at her back door. The creature disappeared. While no creatures have been captured, the investigators have found strange tracks in areas where Bigfoot has been sighted. Saluga has a cast of a large four-digit track made in 1979 in Pittsburgh's North Park. While some may scoff at the idea that Bigfoot could be an alien, Saluga said, Until we find out what they are, there are no experts. You know, that's pretty profound right there. Until we find out what they are, there are no experts. So oftentimes, people are just considered to be an expert because somebody in an article says they are. But as this retired police officer says, until we actually have one of these things, we don't have an expert. We're all speculating. And we're asking the question, could these Bigfoot be some sort of abandoned alien life form, some sort of uh, creature dropped off on Earth, possibly even as a form of punishment, where planet Earth has indeed become a prison planet for these things. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.